Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod, and I'm alone for this morning's episode. However, we're going to do something a little different. Now, normally, we'd have a breakdown of the biggest stories from over the weekend. Well, we're going to do something a little different this time. Before I get into anything, I'll give you a breakdown of some of the things that you can expect throughout the week from us, but then I'm going to get into some good news stories to help you guys start off your week on the right foot. So later this week, especially on our Friday episode, you might be hearing some news about inflation and things going on there. If you head over to Medium, we have articles out right now about the assassination attempt on Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, as well as a breakdown of everything Apple talked about in their WWDC event last week. That should be on Medium as well, as well as many other stories. So make sure you jump over there. We will have more coming out this week, especially with the January 6th hearings continuing today and Wednesday. And you can probably expect to hear some more about that on Friday show as well as on Medium. But that's just a little bit of what you can expect from us this week. There might be even more after that. So just keep your ears open and we will definitely give you all the news that you need to know about. But now getting into some good news. Because, I mean, let's be honest, we need good news in our lives. It just makes the day so much better. And just so wonderful to hear about and to read about. Just to cut through some of these struggles and to cut through some of like the dark stories or the just less positive ones that we're hearing a lot about right now. So the first story I'll talk about this morning is just kind of a cool one, especially as a sports fan as I am. Just really neat. And even more so as a soccer fan. Because... A 37-year-old woman in Colorado is working to bring Australian football or soccer, however you want to term it, to the States. Now, Australian football, I'm just going to use that term. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd with it all, so forgive me. But um, Australian football is kind of like soccer or kind of like, you know, the football we know, soccer we know. Again, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna bounce back and forth between the two because, uh, my brain. But it's kind of like soccer as we know it, mixed with rugby. So you have all the positions that you would see in football. You have defense. You have midfield. You have forward. Um, all those things. But then you have the tackling and the carrying of the ball like you have in rugby. You know, you have full body tackling, you have carrying the ball, you have jump shots, and you have high scoring games. So you really get some of that mixture. And that is kind of like the Australian rules uh, form of football. And... This woman brought it to the States after playing semi-pro, and she says that the sport really gives women especially the chance to really let themselves be free. Because as a child and as she was growing up, she was bullied a lot. Very shy, just very um, introverted, and got bullied a lot for it. And so she found this Australian form of football, and she said it changed her life. 
absolutely changed her life. She made it to semi-pro and it just made her a whole other person. You know, she was out there, no pads, tackling people. Um, she was completely accepted by her teammates. It was just a whole other world for her. And she wants to bring that to Colorado where she is currently living. And she's not getting paid to do any of this, but she's bringing it to schools all around the state. And her first attempts at this went off fantastically. 120 girls of different ages, of different school ages, showed up to learn about how to play this sport that they had honestly never heard of. Because, you know, we have soccer here in the States. It's not as big as it might be in some other countries, but we have it here. We know it. But this slightly different format was... It's new. It's new. But so many girls were so excited to try this and we're so excited to learn you know how to get into it ready to form teams and she's been she's been bringing this to other schools like I said and it's just going off without a hitch and she's hoping to just continue spreading it all across the state to give girls that um just that space to feel confident to feel uh, free of any bullying that they may experience or just, you know, just give them a place to feel like they're having fun, uh, like they can be competitive and not slow down for a second. So just a really cool story. Again, as a sports fan, I love this kind of thing. I love soccer. Um, and, you know, honestly, any variation of it. So the fact that it's being spread like this and the fact that she's trying to spread it and again, not getting paid for any of this. She has a full-time job. She has a full-time job doing something else, but she loves the sport so much that she is spreading it throughout the state of Colorado. And hopefully it can spread even beyond Colorado's borders. Hopefully it can spread across the entire country, you know, down the line. Just an awesome story. And I, I, I love this. I really do. The second story I want to talk about takes place in a CVS where a customer coming in to get her antibiotics after a tooth surgery didn't have the piece of paper saying that the medicine was going to be temporarily covered. And at the time, she only had about $5 on her, which was not enough to cover the medicine. And so the woman behind the counter... The pharmacy tech behind the counter actually swiped her own card to pay for the medicine. She stepped up, saw this woman was in just a lot of pain, a lot of pain at the time, and just absolutely starting to lose it. And she couldn't watch that. She said she hates watching people in pain. She can't do it. So she swiped her own card to cover the cost of the medicine and she was offered reimbursement by several different people, um, it's, you know, at different times, and she declined. She declined the reimbursement. She didn't want to get the money back for it. She just wanted to help this woman who was in pain. And she said that this is not the first time that she's done this. You know, she said sometimes you just have to step in. Sometimes you just have to help those people that can't um, can't afford to pay for those medicines and can't afford to pay for the things that they need. So just a wonderful story of someone stepping in and stepping up and really just paying that kindness forward. And hopefully it continues to get 
you know, pay forward from there. Um, just a wonderful thing. And to decline the reimbursement after being offered several times over afterwards, just, it really shows the selflessness, the kindness of it all. She wasn't doing this for attention. She wasn't doing this for, you know, herself necessarily, just doing this for this person who was in pain, needed her medicine, needed her antibiotics, and, you know, now she got them. And just one of those stories that makes you feel really warm-hearted, you know, and just like, it warms you inside because it's nice to see people that don't know each other at all step in like that and step up for each other, especially in these times. But the third story for this morning, it's just really a cool one. I had to include this. There's no way I couldn't. A newlywed couple was on their honeymoon when the man lost his wedding ring. Uh, They were going to go swimming for a while, and he left his shoes on the beach and left his wedding ring next to his shoe because he didn't want to, you know, get it wet, didn't want to get it in the water. So he left it by his shoe, but completely forgot to grab it when they came back. So he thought it was lost forever. But as soon as they got back to the hotel, they told some of the staff about what happened and they were able to get in contact with a local who was known for searching for items on the beach. It was his passion. And he went out with his metal detector and within 10 minutes, 10 minutes, they found this, he found this ring. Just absolutely incredible. And what made me just absolutely have to include this is the fact that he sent a picture he had gotten in contact with the couple and he sent them a picture of a little lego man which was a replica of himself with you know a entire outfit and the tiny little metal detector um with the ring just you gotta love that you can't not love that (laughs) It is the funniest and yet at the same time most just awesome thing. And it's just wonderful to see that like he does love doing this because he, he said to himself, this is his passion, reuniting people with their lost items. He absolutely loves to see the look on their faces and just loves to see how happy they are when they're reunited with that lost item. So he loves to do it. He does it all the time. It's just really cool. And the fa- the Lego man just puts it over the over the top for me. It's wonderful. I love it. But our last story for today is it, it truly amazing. I say it about all the all these stories, but this one just it almost doesn't have words to describe how just amazing this is and to explain how proud this boy should be and it takes place in ukraine where the conflict between ukraine and russia has continued russia continues to invade ukraine and citizens of all ages and backgrounds are working to help protect their home country and that is also true for this 15 year old boy who used his drone that he had just bought over the winter to spot a Russian 
convoy headed for his town. It was actually headed towards the capital, Kiev, but it was going to go right through his town and basically just, you know, bulldozer the town. And he was able to use his drone while just flying it out one day to spot it and give exact live location updates and positioning updates to which he was then through his father able to transmit to um, the Ukrainian military who were then able to use that information to destroy the convoy. So just think about this for a minute. A 15-year-old boy who had an interest in drones. In fact, he got the drone because he was afraid of heights but still wanted to experience some of the views that you can get from high up. So he got the drone because he had originally seen a YouTube video of a drone flying over Kiev and getting just beautiful shots and beautiful views. So he wanted to do that too. So him and his father saved up the money to buy the drone and bought it over the winter. And this passion and this interest to see these views and to see these shots led him to having this drone and led him to saving his town and saving the capital of his country from yet another Russian attack. Now, this drone, which cost a couple hundred dollars, essentially, helped to dismantle a multi-million dollar military effort. Just, there are no... There are no words to describe this. There really aren't. Truly out of this world. I have no proper words to explain just how miraculous I find this. And this boy is a hero to his town. And you know his name will be remembered. In that town for a long time because of his efforts and he's just one of the many drone operators and civilians of all different ages and backgrounds like I said at the beginning of the story that are doing things like this and doing whatever they can to help support Ukraine during this time absolutely just it, it's beautiful it really is to see the passion in the fight that these civilians have. We love to see it. It makes for an awesome story as well, puts a smile on our face, and gets us to keep rooting for Ukrainian victory. But that is our final story for this morning. Again, coming up this week, on Wednesday, we of course have the idiots in the news. You don't want to miss that. You never want to miss these idiots in the news episodes because they are priceless. They are amazing. So go listen to that just enjoy please enjoy because they're awesome to make and we love making them for you guys and we really hope you guys enjoy them as well and then on friday again we will have likely a breakdown of the important uh points from the january 6th hearings that are taking place today and wednesday the Supreme Court will be handing down rulings, so we could be seeing some of the big rulings that are expected, such as the abortion decision, as well as several others. 
and more beyond that, the inflation situation here in the country. But until then, you guys, we'll see you later. Follow us on Twitter at BBP News Official. Link in the show notes. Links also to our personal accounts, as always. We love you guys. Also, just to note, we've been here for two years now. Sunday was our two-year anniversary for this show. If you've been with us since the beginning, thank you so much. Thank you so much for always tuning in. And if you're new here, share us around. You know, spread us around to your friends, your family, whoever you, you know, whoever you share it to. Give us a share because our goal is to bring you guys all of the most important news in a way that you can understand in a simple breakdown so you can get all the facts, all the news to keep you up to date. But we really appreciate you guys listening. We're happy to be here for two years and we're happy to continue moving forward with this show and hope to grow over time uh, with you guys riding alongside us. But that's it from us, you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday and then again on Friday. See you later.